dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning I asked the question, how many of you have read the Confessions of St. Augustine? How many of you have read the Confessions of St. Augustine? Okay. Your number is quite more than that of the morning, the morning mass. There were quite a few, but it is, this is encouraging. Um, I have read and I'm told that the Confessions of St. Augustine is one of the most widely read, widely read books in the world. It is one of the most widely read books in history, so to speak. This book is devoted to telling us and educating us about the dramatic journey of St. Augustine back to God. His journey from a wild young man, he was very wild, so to speak, a very wild man, to a great church father and a church doctor. In the Confessions we read, and I quote, And what is this God? I asked the earth, and it answered, I am not God. And all the things in the earth made the same confession. I asked the sea and the deeps and creeping things, and they answered, We are not your God. Seek higher. I asked the winds that blow and the whole air with all that is in it. And the wind answered, I am not God. I asked the heavens, the sun, the moon, the stars, and they answered, Neither are we God, whom you seek. So I asked all those things that entice the senses, Tell me then of this mysterious one that I search for. And all cried out to me in one great voice, God made us and God made you. Did you hear that? St. Augustine says, I asked the earth, what is God? And the earth said, I am not God. And he says, and all the things in the earth made the same confession. All the things in the earth made the same confession. And towards the end, he said, and all cried out to me in one great voice, God made us and made you. He said, he asked all these things that entice our senses. And they all admitted and confessed that they were not God. Friends, what is St. Augustine telling us? As we celebrate his feast this evening, St. Augustine is telling us that only God can satisfy our hearts. We all know his popular quote, our hearts are restless until they rest in God. So if all the things that entice our senses, according to St. Augustine, if all these things admitted that they are not God, what St. Augustine is telling us is that nothing in the world can satisfy us except God. Only God can satisfy us. Only God can satisfy us. And this is very important. And this is the lesson we must learn from St. Augustine. We all know who he is or who he was. He lived a very interesting life in his youth. And friends, he is a true example of what the book of Ecclesiastes talks about. We will come to read that text very soon. So dear friends, we must take the words of St. Augustine, the lessons from his life so seriously. Friends, St. Augustine says, so I set about to find God and found that I could not find him.
until I embraced Jesus Christ, who is all over all these things, who was calling me and saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life, John 14, 6. So until Augustine discovered Jesus as the way to peace, the way to his joy, the truth, and the life, he was not satisfied. He was a miserable young man. He wasn't happy. Friends, these words I've quoted from St. Augustine, whose feast we celebrate today, are very deep, and we must meditate on them. Friends, he, St. Augustine, is one of the most influential saints of the church. We read about him, and we are told his early life, as I mentioned, did not reflect Christ. His early life did not reflect Christianity. He lived much of his young life in opposition to God's will, as some of us are doing today. He lived his life in opposition to God's will and God's purposes. His main preoccupation was to please his body, his senses. He sought and went after sexual gratification, we are told. He went after power, status, and he sought self-promotion and wealth in his youth. But at last, something dramatic happened and changed Augustine's life forever. In his confessions, he states, I found myself weeping in the bitter sorrow of my heart. And suddenly I heard a voice from a nearby house, a child's voice, boy or girl, I do not know. But it was sort of a sing song that repeated over and over again. And what did he say? He said, take and read, take and read. Wiping away my tears, I took this as a divine command and opened the scriptures and in silence read the passage on which my eyes first fell. Not in rioting and drunkenness, not in debauchery and impurity, not in contention and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? St. Augustine was weeping with bitter sorrow in his heart until he heard a voice telling him to pick up the word of God, the scriptures, the holy scriptures and read them. Friends, are you weeping? Are you in pain? Are you in tears? Are you hurt? Listen to that same voice telling you, take the word of God seriously. Take the scriptures seriously. Friends, in the scriptures lie our peace, our joy, our fulfillment. In the scriptures, our tears will come to an end. In the scriptures, God will wipe away our tears. As we meditate on the word of God in the morning, I made that very clear. Friends, we need to spend time on the word of God. It is time to stop being busy and come to the Lord in prayer and seek fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He is the one who can comfort us. Augustine made that very clear. Friends, in book 10, for example, in book 10, chapter 27, he writes, Late have I loved you, O God, beauty so ancient and so new. Yes, book 10, chapter 27. Late have I loved you, beauty so ancient and so new. Late have I loved you. Lo, you were within, but I outside, seeking there for you. 
and upon the shapelittings you have made, I rushed headlong. You were with me, but I was not with you. They held me back far from you. Those things which would have no being, were they not in you? You called, you shouted, you broke through my deafness. You fled, you blazed, you banished my blindness. You lavished your fragrance. I gasped and now I pant for you. I tasted you and I hunger and test. You touched me and I burned for your peace. These words are from book 10, chapter 27. And as you go through them quietly, you realize there is so much scripture in these words. My mind quickly goes straight to the Psalms, Psalm 42. The Psalmist tells us in Psalm 42, let's take it, Psalm 42, verse 1. As a deer longs for a stream of cool water, so I long for you, O God. As the deer pants and yearns for cool water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for you, the living God. When can I go and worship in your presence? Day and night I cry, and tears are my only food. All the time my enemies ask me, where is your God? I don't know if you can identify with the psalmist in Psalm 42 and what St. Augustine writes in Book 10, Chapter 27, as we have just heard. St. Augustine is lamenting that he discovered the love of God late. He wished how he wished he knew this earlier. Friends, the youth of you, I mean the youth today, as you are seated, friends, this is the time we must be serious with God. We have to be serious with God so that later we will not regret somehow like St. Augustine. Friends, if we go to Ecclesiastes chapter 11, Ecclesiastes chapter 11 from verse 9, listen. It says, young people enjoy your youth. Be happy while you are still young. Do what you want to do and follow your heart's desire. But remember that God is going to judge you for whatever you do. Don't let anything worry you or cause you pain. You aren't going to be young very long. Therefore, verse 12, so remember your creator while you are still young. Friends, this is true enjoyment. Remember your creator while you are still young. Before those evil days and years come, when you will say, I don't enjoy life. Did you hear that? That is when the light of the sun, the moon, and the stars will grow dim for you, and the rain clouds will never pass away. Verse 3 of Ecclesiastes 12. Then your arms that have protected you will tremble, and your legs now strong will grow weak. Your teeth will be too few to chew your food and your eyes too dim to see clearly. Your ears will be deaf to the noise of the streets. You will barely be able to hear the meal as it grinds or music as it plays. But even the song of a bird will wake you from sleep. You will be afraid of high places and walking will be dangerous. Your hair will turn white you will hardly be able to drag yourself along and all your desire will have gone. And all desire will have gone. We are going to our final resting place and then there will be mourning in the streets. Friends, 
Verse 6, the silver chain will snap and the golden lamp will fall and break. The rope at the well will break and the water jar will be, will be shattered. Our bodies will return to the dust of the earth and the breath of life will go back to God who gave it to us. Vanity of all vanity, said the philosopher. All is vanity. That is verse 8, Ecclesiastes 12. Friends, this is the experience of the philosopher. And this is precisely what St. Augustine himself experienced. And friends, as they teach us, we must learn from them. In the same way, St. Augustine is lamenting, Late have I loved thee, and how I wish I knew this long ago. We can share in the same feeling with St. Paul in Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, St. Paul talks about the same thing. St. Paul says, now he has come to discover from verse 7, Philippians 3 from verse 7. Let's see. St. Paul says it. He makes it very clear. Dear friends, pay attention. Don't worry. Philippians 3, verse 7, go in. St. Paul said, Philippians 3, verse 7. But all those things that I might count as profit, I now reckon as loss for Christ's sake. Not only those things I reckon, but everything as complete loss for the sake of Christ. For this sake, for his sake, I have thrown everything away. I consider it all as mere refuse or rubbish, some versions will say, so that I may gain Christ and refuse. I may gain Christ and be completely united with him. I no longer have a righteousness of my own, St. Paul says, the kind that is gained by observing the law. I now have the righteousness that is given through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is based on faith. Verse 10, he says, All I want is to know Christ and to experience the power of his resurrection. This is what St. Augustine came to. All I want is to know Christ and to experience the power of his resurrection. Friends, this should be our cry. This should be our desire. This should be our cry and this should be our desire. Our restlessness, our misery, our confusion, our lack of peace all have their solution in Christ. That is why Jesus invites us to come to him. Friends, we must come to Jesus as St. Augustine did. That is what we, we must take note of as we celebrate this feast this evening. Like Augustine, so many of us fall into that illusion, something other than God, thinking that we can satisfy ourselves or our innermost desires by following the world, by following the earthly things. But remember in the Confessions, St. Augustine said, all these things declare that they are not God and that only God can satisfy us. Only God can satisfy us. Like the young Augustine, many of us, we are captivated by self-deception, false desires that directs us away from God, from Jesus Christ. Friends, in response to all these, the wisdom of St. Augustine rings true. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Friends, our hearts are restless until they rest in God. And he says, Late have I loved you, O God, 
beauty so ancient and so new, late have I loved you. May we not regret, so to speak. May we not lament as St. Augustine lamented. May we look for the Lord now in our youth. The good news is that God is ever ready and present and willing to draw us closer to ourselves. Late have I loved you, beauty so ancient and so new. Late have I loved you, Christ St. Augustine. May that not be our cry. May we cry, early have I loved you, and early will I continue to love you. May we indeed love the Lord in the days of our youth, as we are called to do so by Solomon. Friends, that is our calling. We ask St. Augustine to pray for us in this Mass, that we will discover the Lord as soon as possible now. Now is the day of salvation. Today is the day of our salvation. And so, as we conclude, we look briefly at the second, the first reading. It was very clear. St. Paul said, We instruct you, brothers and sisters, with regard to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not allow yourself to be deceived in any way. To this end, we have, he has called you through our gospel to possess the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you were taught, either by an oral statement or by a letter of ours. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has loved us and given us everlasting encouragement and good hope through his grace, encourage your hearts and strengthen them in every good deed and word. And friends, I think this is what the church in the U.S. need today. Encourage, may the God of our Lord Jesus Christ himself encourage your hearts and strengthen them in every good deed and word. As we go through these challenging moments, may indeed the Lord Jesus Christ, through the intercession of St. Augustine, encourage your hearts to stand firm in the faith, to stand firm in the faith in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord bless you. Remain calm, remain blessed. May we rise and ask for the intercession of St. Augustine as we present some intentions to the Lord our God. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. God bless you. As we continue the celebration, remain united to God in your heart. You are blessed forever. You are blessed forever. May we rise and present some intentions to the Lord. We pray for the Holy Father. He needs our prayer more than ever.